Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. It was late afternoon when the Lone Ranger, with his nephew Dan Reed and their Indian friend Toto, halted their mouths near a spring that trickled from a rocky ledge. Near the town of Bonesteel now. We can make camp here for a few days while I make inquiries about Stinger Kane. Ah, there's plenty good camping place. Say, Tano, what's that fragrant odor in the air around here? Dan, that smells like wild honey. Wild honey? Ah. Oh, golly, I'd like to have some. <laughs> well, when we water and feed horses, maybe we find tree where bees make honey. Oh, that'll be swell. I sure like wild honey. A short time after making camp, Tonto found a tree inhabited by a swarm of bees. And when they sat down to supper, he provided a special treat of wild honey, which young Dan Reed proceeded to gorge upon. Suddenly, Dan stopped eating and groaned. Oh, oh, oh. Well, what's the matter, Dan? I 
toothaches. Maybe you eat too much honey, Dan. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, golly, it hurts. Here, let me see, Dan. Your face is badly swollen. You better have that tooth taken care of. Hello, I'll saddle Dan's horse while you saddle Scout. Take Dan into Bone Steel. You'll find a doctor there who can fix him up. Meanwhile, darkness had fallen, and lights blinked brightly from the windows along the one wide street in Bone Steel. Three men, their sombreros tilted low over their faces, rode slowly up the street to the hitch rail across from the sawdust cafe. I read you stay here with the horses. Keep me and Dizzy covered. All right, Stinger, if you say so. And I think the three of us should go in together. Yes, so do I, Stinger. That cafe's crowded. It's plenty risky just the two of us going in and hosting the place. I'm not leaving our horses unguarded. Come on, Dizzy. All right. Get ready, Dizzy. As we go through the door, fire a couple of shots into the ceiling just as a warning. I'm ready. Here goes. It's a holdup. Stand where you are. Don't anybody slap leather. Sheriff! Sheriff Wilson! Yeah? What's the matter? Hurry, Sheriff. The Sawdust Cafe is being held up. Sawdust Cafe? I just heard the shooting. Uh, got your gun with you? Yeah. Maybe we can get them before they get out of town. Yeah, wait until I get my gun belt strapped on. Uh, come on, out. Hey, look. There they go. The crooks are riding away. Well, shoot them down. It was half an hour later when Toto and Dan Reed rode into Bone Steel to find the town in a state of excitement as men mounted horses and raced past them. Golly, Toto, my tooth aches like fury. Dan, something happened. Men plenty excited. All I can think about is this darn tooth. I've got to get to a doctor. Ah, uh, me see signs say doctor's office. They're light burning in office. Stop here, Dan. Oh, 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 oh. Easy, stop. Easy, Dan. You go see doctor. Me find out what happened. All right. Oh, 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 oh. They got me bad, boys. Where you hit, Dizzy? Through the back. He's fallen. Catch him, Red. Yeah, I got him. He passed out, Stinger. Dizzy. Dizzy, speak to me. Is he dead? No, no, he's breathing. He just passed out, but he's been hit bad, Red. What do we do? I lay him across the saddle, like this. Now, Red. Yes, yeah, Stinger? You take him to the cabin, do the best you can for him till I get back. Easy, boy. Well, where are you going? After the doctor and bone steel. You're a fool, Stinger. You can't ride right back into town after pulling a stick up. By the time I get back there, it'll be safe enough. Sheriff will have everyone out looking for us. Now get him to the cabin, like I said. Get up! Come along. Get up. Dr. Tom Blake had recently arrived from the east. 
and he served as both doctor and dentist for the little town of Bonesteel. Dan Reed found him greatly excited about the holdup, but the boy was in too much pain to be greatly concerned at the moment. You just take it easy, young fellow. Relax now and open your mouth. I heard the shooting and ran into the street just in time to see three men ride by. I got a good look at their faces. Hmm. Uh, you have a bad spot in the molar. Can you fix it so it'll stop hurting? Yes. I'll drill it out and put in a filling. Now, this drill may hurt a little, but not for long, young fellow. Easy now. My face is still swollen. Oh, the swelling will go down. It'll stop hurting when I get this filling in. Now, just hold your mouth wide open. Ah, uh-huh, like that. I'll stuff this cotton in like uh, this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, now. Uh, uh, don't try to talk. Now, let me put this filling in. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're a fine young man. I've got a young brother about your age back east. Yes, sir. Fine boy, just like you. <laughs> you know what he asked me to do just before I started west? Oh, oh, I know. He said, Brother Tom, when you get out west, be sure and meet the Lone Ranger. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh don't try to talk now until I'm through. Anyway, I said to him, Bill, there's no such person as a Lone Ranger. That's just a lot of tall tales you've been listening to. <laughs> but, you know, I couldn't convince my brother, Bill, that there's no such person. <laughs> oh, now, now, sit still, young fella, and I'll put in this filling. There, now, then. Oh, good evening, mister. Come in, I'll be through here in a jiffy. Don't make a move, Doc. Hey. Gun. Right. Don't either of you let out a yell. Oh, you... You're one of them. One of the men who wrote... You don't my... have to tell me who I am, Take that bib off the kid and tie him to the chair. Hurry up. Tie him? You heard me. Rip that cloth off and tie him to the chair. Let me take this cotton out of his mouth. Never mind that he can spit it out. Here, give me a piece of that and I'll help. Hold still. All right, he's tied good enough. Now get your tools, Doc, and come with me. Where are you taking me? My brother's got a slug in him. You're going to get it out. Now get a move on. All right. I got my case. I'm ready. But I'll need a horse. You'll have to ride double with me. Got no time to saddle your horse. A short time later, Toto entered the doctor's office with a lighted lantern in his hand and was amazed to find Dan Reed bound hand and foot in the doctor's dental chair. As the Indian cut the bonds, Dan told him what had happened. There. Now, now you can get out of chair. That's better. This outlaw said his brother had been shot, and he took the doctor with him at the point of a gun. Outlaw, tell truth. Me get lantern at store and look for trail of crooks. Oh, I wondered where you got that lantern. At the edge of town, me find stains on ground. It leave trail. Did you follow the trail? No, me come back to get you, Dan. Well, let's go tell the sheriff. No, no, it's too late to tell sheriff. Him gone to look for outlaws. All men in town look for outlaws. What do we do? Try to follow the trail you found? Well, me got lantern, me follow trail. You go tell Lone Ranger what happened. All right. But if you find the crooks, how we know about it? Well, trail lead north toward Fort Randall.
tell Lone Ranger, watch that direction. Me climb tall tree and wave lantern. If Lone Ranger see lantern, tell him fire signal shots and come pronto. That's a good idea, Tano. Let's go. When Dan Reed arrived in the Lone Ranger's camp and told what had happened in town, the masked man began saddling the great horse Silver in readiness to respond to Toto's signal. The description you give fits Stinger Kane, and his mention of his brother makes it certain it's Kane. His brother's called Dizzy, and they travel with another man named Red Kelly. Steady, Silver. All three of them are dangerous. That crook was mighty tough with Dr. Blake. Dan, we better put out the campfire. We'll be able to see Tonto's signal better if we do. Yes, sir. I'll go to the spring and get some water to throw on it. Take one of the canvas water bags. It should hold enough water to put the fire out. Meanwhile, a deputy sheriff and two citizens of Bone Steel, who had formed into one of many posses looking for the bandits, approached the Lone Ranger's camp. Stop here, boys. Oh, oh, there, oh, oh, oh. What are you stopping for, Joe? See that campfire burning down yonder? Yeah. I can see someone down there, too. I see a couple of horses, steady boy. Dismount, <coughs> fellas. What are you going to do, Joe? If that's the outlaws, they'd hear us if we rode in on them. So we'll leave our horses here and sneak in on them afoot. That's a good idea. Easy, boy. boy. <coughs> now draw your guns, boys, and we'll move down that away. Right. Now, if that armory we see down there should hear us coming, start to run, shoot to kill. Dan Reed had not returned from the spring when the great horse Silver began to show signs of uneasiness. Steady, big fellow. That's Dan you hear. Easy. Don't now. make a move, mister. What? You're covered. Close in on him. Quick. Get your hands up. Let's get him in. The Lone Ranger saw the three men come into the rim of light cast by the campfire, their guns covering him. He raised his hands obediently until he could determine a course of action. Well, it looks like we got one of the critters who stuck up the cafe, boys. There must be another one around close, Joe. There are two horses here. That's right. Be on guard, boys. He may try to gun us from the darkness. Now, if you will just keep this big armory covered, I'll yank off that mask and see who he is. I'm no outlaw. Then why are you wearing that mask? Take it off him, Joe. Listen, someone's coming. Yeah, I hear him. I'll lay a couple of shots down that way. No, don't shoot. That's a boy coming with water from the spring. Hold your fire. I think I can make him out. Hey, who are these men? A posse, Dan. They got the drop on me. You bet we have. Don't reach for those guns or you'll regret it. Now, oh, isn't this a fine hardy-do? He's got a kid working what? with him. How do you mean? I saw this kid right into town tonight with an Indian. They rode in after the holdup. I had a toothache. I went to see a doctor. I'll bet you did. Now, let me explain something. You'll not explain anything. Just keep your hands up till I get a look at your face. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. When Dan Reed returned to the Lone Ranger's camp with news of the holdup and Tonto's message that the outlaws had taken the trail toward Fort Randall, the masked man decided to break camp at once. But while Dan was getting a bucket of water, a deputy sheriff and several members of the posse rode into the camp. The Lone Ranger made no move for his gun and allowed them to get the drop on him. Then Dan returned from the spring and summed up the situation quickly. He knew that the three men were not regular law officers and that even an explanation of the identity of the masked man would not be understood or at least believed by them. As Joe started around the campfire, a daring plan came into the boy's mind and he acted on the impulse of the moment. The attention of the three posse men was on the Lone Ranger and they failed to see Dan suddenly upend the canvas water bag into the campfire. But they heard the hiss of steam that shot upward into a billowing cloud that enveloped and blinded them. Get him, he's getting away! fleet seconds that the view of the posse men was obscured by the surging steam, the Lone Ranger was quick to react to Dan's daring actions. In a flash, he was in the saddle and gone as bullets whined through the darkness. You little coyote. I've got a good I mind to... I had to do it. You wouldn't listen to reason. I'll reason. I'll take care of him. Now listen, kid. You better start talking. You helped that outlaw to get away. It's going to go hard with him. He told you he isn't an outlaw. Why didn't you let him explain? Then who is he? And you better tell the truth. Yes, sure, right. I'll tell you the truth. He's the Lone Ranger. <laughs> it's not funny. Now, kid, I told you to tell the truth, and I don't want to hear any more fairy tales. Who is that, Arnold? I'm telling the truth. He's the Lone Ranger, and that Indian you saw with me in town tonight is Tano, who rides with him. I don't believe it. Neither do I. Why don't you believe me? If he were the Lone Ranger, he wouldn't ride away and leave you here. You're law-abiding citizens. He knows you wouldn't hurt a boy. Sure, I guess the kid's got something there. The masked man knew we are a posse. Maybe so. Where's that Indian now? He's trailing the outlaws. One of them was wounded. In a cabin a few miles from Bone Steel, Stinger Kane's brother Dizzy lay on a pallet on the floor and groaned in pain while Red Kelly tried to assure him that help was on the way. The sawbones will be here any minute now, Dizzy. He'll fix you up in no time. No. No, I, I, I won't last that long. Oh, yes, you will, Dizzy. You're going to pull through. Hey, they're riding up now, I think. Wait, though. Might be Lawman. So I'll step over here and keep the door covered till I'm sure. Sounds like Stinger, though. Now, get inside. I was covering the door, Stinger, until I was sure it was you in the dark. How's Dizzy? He... he thinks he's dying. Take a look at him, Doc. And tell me the truth. I'd have no reason to lie to you. Red. Yeah? The woods are full of lawmen. We heard two or three posses looking for us as we rode in. Yeah? While Doc's working, you get outside and stand guard. Sure. But I'll hang this quilt over the window. Cut out the lights. You better get our horses out of sight. Keep out of sight yourself. What if a posse rides in? Just hoot like an owl. I'll be laying for them when they come in. You can cover me from the door if any of them decide to fight it out. All right. I'll get outside. How about it, Doc? I'll have to take his shirt off before I can tell you anything definite. But I can see he's been hit badly. Here, I'll help you. But I want to warn you, Doc. My brother's got to pull through. If he don't, I'll hold you responsible. 
Meantime, Dan Reed had told the three-man posse how Stinger Kane had forced Dr. Tom Blake to accompany him, and how he himself had been found and released by Tonto, who had started to trail the outlaws. The Lone Ranger and I were just waiting here for Tonto's lantern signal when you came. Joe, I, I think the kid's telling the truth. So do I. It looks like we made a mistake. But gosh, he was wearing a mask. and I never dreamed he might be the Lone Ranger. Well, it was natural to think he was one of the outlaws. And, of course, when you started to take his mask off, the boy here didn't know what to happen. That's right. Hey, hey, look. Where? To the northwest there. See that lantern being waved? Yeah. Tonto's yeah. found the outlaws. He's signaling for the Lone Ranger. That's not very far from here. Maybe a mile. We better head that way, boys. Where are your horses? Back here a piece. Get mounted, Dan, and go with us. If we run into the masked man, you'll have to explain that. You bet you will. Steady, Victor. Easy, boy. Come on, man. Get your horses. Come on, Victor. When Tonto heard horses approaching, he thought it was the Lone Ranger and Dan, so he climbed down from his high perch in the tree. Dan briefly explained the situation and asked, Where's the Lone Ranger? Oh, him not come. Me think you come with Lone Ranger. Me climb down from tree. Where's the outlaws? In cabin, just over ridge. Yeah, I know that cabin. I've seen it before. But you not see light. Outlaws put quilt over window, so lamp not shine through. Well, we'll find it. You get back up the tree, Tonto, and start waving the lantern. So the masked man will be sure to see it. Oh, uh, me do it. Uh, what you do, Dan? I'm going with the posse. Oh, no, no. Maybe you get hurt. Better you stay here. We'll not let him get hurt. And he can hold our horses while we rush the cabin. I can help them, Tonto. Uh, me not like that, Dan. Come on, let's go. Get, get up. up. Come on, Victor. A short time after Dan and the posse rode away, the Lone Ranger came up to the tall tree from which Tonto was signaling, and once again the Indian climbed down. Oh, Silver. Oh, easy. Steady, big boy. Steady, Silver. Steady, it's Tonto. Kimasabi, why you not fire gun when you see signal? I've been dodging a posse, and the hills are full of lawmen. I had difficulty a short time ago, and I wanted no more interference. Uh, me, no. Dan, tell me what happened. Dan? I left him to explain to the posse I had some trouble with. Well, he come here with the posse. They, where have they gone? Uh, to get outlaws. Me tell them where to find them. Uh, Dan, go with them. Get mounted quickly. Yeah. Easy, Scott. Easy, fellow. Dan doesn't realize the danger he's in. That's right. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scott. But you can't let him die. He's my kid brother. There's nothing anyone can do for him now. I warned you, Doc. I told you not to let him die. But there was nothing I could do. Have a minded. Listen. Sounds like help's arrived. He won't be any help to you. Get over in this corner where they can't see you. Come on. And the first peep out of you and you get a bullet through you. You're savvy. Hey, 
find the horses in the back of the cabin, Joe. And there's none here in front. Then they may have left before we got here. Come on. Let's move in on the cabin. There's a light in there. I can make out a little street coming through a crack in the logs. It might be a trick. I'll kick open the door. See anyone, Joe? There's a man laying on the floor. His shirt's been pulled over his face like he may be dead. Sure, that's it. He died and the others pulled out. It looks that way, but be careful. Let's go inside. Freeze, you hombre! You're covered. Drop those guns. You better do as he says. He'll kill you. Now line up against that wall. Meanwhile, Dan Reed was holding the horses, which had been left a short distance from the cabin when the posse left him. Presently, he heard a twig snap behind him. Hey, who's that? I've got you. No, you don't yell. You'll keep quiet with this handkerchief in your mouth. There. Oh, come on, kid. I'm kind of late getting into that cabin already. Get a move on. Keep your hands up, all of you. I hear my partner coming down. We're going to tie the lot of you. Look what I found, Stinger. Get in there, kid. My patient. Where'd you get what? that kid, Red? He was guarding their horses. Why, do you know him, Stinger? Yeah, you bet I do. He was in Doc's office and we tied him up before we left. He must be the one who led this law posse here. Oh, smart kid, huh? Yeah, too smart. Get over there with the rest of them, kid. You'll not get away with this. Just what do you mean by that? You'll find out. Get a rope off the saddle, Red. We'll tie up this yeah. gang. What's the doc say about Dizzy? He's dead. Now, come on. Get out of here. Hurry up, Red. Then we are. A masked man. Drop those guns. Shoot him, Red. Oh, no, you don't. Grab him, Toto. Shoot him, you. No. You won't try that again. No, I won't. Don't shoot again. Negro, no. redhead outlaw. Well, no. deputies, take over. Thanks, masked man. We sure will. Stinger Kane and Red Kelly were quickly placed in custody by the posse, and the loot taken in the cafe robbery recovered from the saddlebags on the horses, which had been hidden in the underbrush. Well, Toto, Dan, our work here is finished. Let's be going. Right. Uh, me got horses ready. Good enough. Uh, Dan, just a minute there. Yes, Dr. Blake? You remember tonight in my office we were talking about the Lone Ranger, and I said I didn't believe there was such a man? <laughs> I remember. Why didn't you tell me you knew him? I couldn't. You had my mouth filled with cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. 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 Goodbye. Come on, Big Top. Doc, I'm mighty glad you're going along with us when we take these prisoners into town. Why, Deputy? I'm afraid the sheriff would think we were liars. <laughs> if we told him we had the Lone Ranger in our posse tonight... But he'll believe you. That's sure, right, uh, you bet.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. (laughs) 